Well, shalom, shalom, and shalom. We want to welcome you guys back to our weekly scripture study. Uh, personal development is what we've been calling it. And we are so happy and excited that you guys joined us tonight. Uh, we want to do one thing before we get right into the teaching. Uh, please like, make sure you subscribe, make sure you share, because we want the word to spread like yeast. We're super excited on the word that we were getting. We want to make sure others get that word. There's many people that are looking and longing for that word. So with that being said, I want to give it right over uh, to my dad, my pastor, my mentor, uh, Dr. Larry. And we can All right. right All right. Let me tell you something. He is an excellent protege, and I'm expecting him of mentoring someone else, just like I mentored him, and do even better and greater things. That's what it's all about. We appreciate you so much, and uh, my son, I've already asked you to do your invite and all that stuff so we can get right into the teaching. <clears throat> now, um, we've already prayed and we believe in the Father to speak through us with the ability that he has given us that we won't go past that ability or fall short of it so he be glorified in all things. We're in expectation of the Holy Spirit bringing supernatural recall of his word in your hearts and his word be solidified in your life. And Father, we thank you for that now. Well, Renee and I, we do bring you greetings once again. And like Joan Golden used to say, it's a plum pleasing pleasure to have you with us in our personal development study. Now, uh, we, our last ses session, excuse me, our last session, we, we were dealing with the, uh, there were six messages given to the congregations, six. There were seven total messages given and one message was to this particular congregation that was living perfect. And yes, you can have a perfect lifestyle. Got a whole group of people who had it. And Yeshua himself revealed it unto Yochanan as he wrote those revelations in the re revelations of Yeshua or Hazan, Hazan. Hazan is the Hebrew word for revelation. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not in that, I'm in something else. And this something else we've been dealing with for quite some time. And uh, we want to tell you something that may sound kind of strange, but just like we study faith, we study the belief system, we study healing, we study uh, the government, a kingdom, uh, kingdom uh, of heaven, government way of, of uh, obtaining wealth. We study relationships, we study family, we study good health. It's necessary to study Satan, Lucifer. It's necessary to know who he is and who his followers are. What is their agenda? What is his will? What is his plan? And that's what we're going to touch on. We're just going to get into a little bit. Uh, Holy Spirit directed us in this particular area. And our title here, and let me say this before we even show our title. I like uh, Muhammad Ali. I like him. And I like several other boxers. I like, you know, uh, I box a little bit. I guess I can say it. Uh, uh, statutory limitation should be off now. <laughs> when I was back in Germany, <laughs> I was about fighting illegal underground. So as over now, you can't get me. But anyway, um, but what we were taught, and I was taught by Usra, and that's UFO in Germany, uh, Golden Gloves champion. Son Robo, he was teaching me um, to box. You know, I knew how to kickbox, so he teach me just straight up box. 
And uh, one thing he taught, he said that you win the fight before you win the fight. You don't wait to get in the ring before you figure out how you're going to beat your opponent. And he said, the number one you win the fight is to study your adversary. Study your opponent. Study the one that's going to try to knock you back into the world. You study them very well. And this is what Muhammad Ali did. And he was one of the most influential fighters and uh, encourager. Uh, and he wasn't a sellout like some of these other fighters are. But when he beat Sonny Liston, and Sonny Liston was working for the mafia and everything else, he was just a, a paid-off gorilla, that's all. But he studied him. He studied him well. And he beat him so bad that he couldn't continue to fight. Everything that he threw, Muhammad Ali knew that he was going to do it. Everything he did, Muhammad Ali knew he was going to do that before he did because he was sat down for hours and hours and hours and watching. I watched all those documentaries and everything. Every good fighter does that. Opponent, whatever you're in, you study. Uh, football scouts go out and study the other team's strategies, what plays they run it, what type of defense they get. So when they face them, they'll know what to do. They prepare. Basketball do the same way. You have scouts there, you know, undercover. No one would uh, try, and that's why when you see football game, I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of no sports or nobody, no nothing. Okay, I'm a you know I don't do that. I I can look at stuff and not have it look at me or control me. But you see those coaches talking like this, or they have the pad up to their mouth because they got the opposing <laughs> people have people with their cameras lip reading the plays and what they're saying. The world ain't ain't no joke. You know they want to know. So they can get the advantage. Well, beloved citizens of the kingdom of heaven, of the holy nation of Elohim in this earth, who are called out of darkness, the show forth of his marvelous light, we have to study our adversary. Study and know Satan. See, the word devil is a come from a Greek word. Satan, you can find that in the Hebrew, is Satan. You'll find it in Yob, Ayab, Ayab, uh, primarily when you first see it. As a matter of fact, Ayab called Job as one of the oldest written books that, that is remaining in scripture. It's Genesis is not the old, oldest book. It, ha it has the oldest accounts. The book of Ayab called Job is believed to be the oldest written book. And you will find Satan, Satan, Shin, uh, Tet, Nun, uh, uh, he is the destroyer of life based on the choice that we make. One of the meanings for Shin is to destroy or consume. Tet means to choose and suffer the consequences based on the choice that we make and be surrounded with the consequences based on the choice we make. Then, of course, Noon is talking about the seed of life, what emanates from life, the seed being planted, what comes forth. Well, if we make the bad, the bad choice, then he'll not only come in and destroy our existence, he'll literally destroy any attempts to continue on in life. He's just that terrible. That's Satan in the Hebrew for Satan. We're going to study him just a little bit. We're going to touch on him. Um, and I said those things I said to let you know it's very important we do that as a people, as a nation, that we know our enemy. All right. So let's look at the. Um, <clears throat> title page here.
we're going to look at three areas, the three masks of Satan. The three masks of Satan. Satan means adversary. Adversary. Over in uh, Barashi called Genesis, um, I tell you what, let's look at there, uh, three. We're going to look at Barashi three. And where I want to go, where he put enmity. Uh, 15. Look at 3 and 15. All right. Uh, pull, let's put it up. We, we, we're doing personal development study. So Holy Spirit have freedom to take us where you want us to go. Now, check this out here. He says, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers, he, her offspring, will crush your head or authority, and you will strike at his heel. Now, this word uh, enmity, it means hatred with no space or ground of reconciliation. That's what this means, enmity, all right? You know, we talk about adversary. So what the father is saying here is that Satan have a holy hatred, unholy hatred, uh, with no mindset of reconciling against women and the seed of the woman. The seed he is talking about is Yahshua and his seed. See, if we are the seed of Messiah, then we're the seed of Abraham. Adversary, enmity, nothing is going to be reconciled. And we're not uh, getting all into it, but when we said, and he'll crush your head, that, that's talking about authority. And we were talking about this in spiritual authority class earlier, whereas <clears throat> Yeshua is the head of the congregation of Elohim. He is the chief shepherd. He is, and when he came, the question, I asked a question in class, why did the father Elohim give Yeshua authority in the earth? And the answer came, because he was the last Adam representing mankind, and he had to walk in the same authority that Adam and Matzah, Isaac, Negev walked in. In order to legit, in order to validate what he was doing and make sure that what he was doing in overcoming in those areas that the first Adam fell in, that it would be validated and it would do the job. It would serve the purpose for which he came. And he came simply to get us restored back to righteousness and get our authority back. That's what he came to do. So that's what he meant by that. And then as far as him, uh, uh, Satan and his seed uh, striking at the heel that's persecuting. Uh, that's very important that we get that. That, that terminology, let me uh, go over here and look at my, that terminology, when he said, and you will strike his heel. Now, you know, the heel is the back of the feet, right? Back of the feet. And then in Romans 16, 20, the scripture said, Elohim of Shalom, peace, 
will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Yeshua be with you. Then Ibrahim 2.14, Ibrahim 2.14, let me read this. I'm just going to read it to you if it let me go there. Said, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil or Satan, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. Oh my, oh me, oh my. And during this pandemic, there was a fear of death in the entire world atmosphere. I talked to um, one person, he was a coach, and I said, how you feel about the jab? Because I'm not pushing it. And I need to know now, because if y'all expecting my son to do that, it ain't happening. And then he said, well, no, they it's just certain, certain games. Well, he won't be at those games then. And my son said, dad, that's the mark of the beast, ain't it? I said, it is. He said, I'm not going to hell. I'm not doing that. You ain't got to even think about that. I almost just to told me up on the inside. I said, that boy got it. And he said, well, you know, they said the military, if, if it's good enough to get to the military, it's good enough for other people to do it because I'm, I'm, I had enough of seeing my loved ones die and stuff, fear of death. I went on told him, I said, military, I was in the military. We were puppets. <laughs> What you call them mice you test? We were test mice. We didn't have no rights. They they told us, listen, you don't have no rights. You do what the government tell you to do. I said, man, that dude, I mean, what is this? Fear is everywhere. Lines all around the corner, around the block, getting to jail. All down here, fear of death. And a lot of people still died. It didn't stop nothing. So we see who was the source of that. Scripture's telling us who was the source of that. Right there. And some of you all had to stand and your relatives act a flat monkey and tried to make you go do something because they were in fear of death and being motivated. This is not my word. He says, since the children, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death, he may break the power of him who holds the power of death. That is Satan. A satanic spirit rose up, rose up all over the world, and many missed him because he was hidden behind signs. And we're going to cover that. We're going to cover that. So that uh, adversary, that's who he is, adversary, and that's where it was birthed at. Uh, women, he go after you harder than he does men. I'm going to tell you something else. You get a woman that know who she is, know that word, know the father, know her purpose, she will whoop Satan ragged. She has a extra hate in her that the father put in there. So I just told somebody something you need to hear so you'll let the devil stop running you. You run him. You got your anger in the wrong direction. He, he manipulate people to turn their anger away from him. And he'll divert it somewhere else, especially women. He'll divert it somewhere else and keep it off him who is the real source. 
because he know there'll never be a reconciliation. Mm, mm, mm. And some male chauvinist religious men got the nerve to try to push women in the back. I put them right up front. Cause I know they'll fight that joke. And once, <laughs> hey ladies, once y'all get a hold to him, <laughs> look, I'm going to the house, y'all. Y'all keep praying. Y'all got this. I'm, 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 I'm more out. I'm gone. They still in oboe showboat. Oboe mama. I mean, you know, I would use oboe showboat being funny. They still in there praying, rolling. You know, travailing. I just revealed to somebody something you didn't know about yourself. You've been you've been dumb Dora and silly Sally and just letting the devil walk all over you because he have blinded you to what the father put in you to have an extra hate for him. Ladies being used, sex slave, all this kind of stuff, just used for sex and stuff like that because he have blinded your mind. He don't want you to see what you got in you in terms of your hatred for him. Abusive relationships, getting hurt, emotional hurt. Oh wow, man! I'm let's let's go, let's roll, let's go to our notice. So I, that's why we're doing this. We need to study our enemy. Let's let's go to this first note, and let's let's do this intro. Satan has strategies. Oh, Lucifer, he's not Lucifer no more. That was his name. He was a light bearer. He's not bearing light no more. Let's go to go to the note, son. Go to the note. Satan has strategies. Mm hmm. Yes, Freddie. I tell you what, go to the next one and we're going to read that scripture. Give me a reader. Go to the next one and we're going to read from FEM. Where is it? No, that's uh, Corinthian, but yet. Yeah, someone read that and he already did the house cleaning on that. Go on and read that for us, please. In whom you forgive any matter, I do also. For indeed, if I have forgiven any matter, I have forgiven that one for your sakes in the sight of Messiah, lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his thoughts. Thoughts or devices, now go back up to the next note, go back up, thoughts, devices, or strategies. All, is this, all of this is in the soulish realm. That's where he operates. That's where he plan his stuff out. He has a strategy. He have a pre-planned agenda and he make preparations to execute his plan to bring about his agenda, the full manifestation of it in the earth. So he has strategies, you understand? And watch this, Cheryl said, I forgive, you forgive, I forgive. You forgive, I'm not holding anything against you. Because why? Satan is present in unforgiveness. Where anywhere there's unforgiveness, Satan is there. And what I mean by that, his agenda is there. And he has a fallen Malachim angel there who have been given permission through unforgiveness to carry out his will. So Sheol said, look, you forgive me. You ain't got to explain nothing. Just forgive me. I'm, I'm through too. You through, I'm through. We can get in the devil no place. All right. Now, number two, his main ex execution of his agenda is to be present and not notice. You ought to slap yourself. His main execution of his agenda is to be present and not notice. This is just intro stuff. 
you see. He is really shrewd. He don't operate out in the open. Anytime Satan is exposed, he failed himself. I'm, I'm about to drop. Give me a mic. I can drop and walk out the room myself. Anytime he is exposed, he failed himself. Anytime one of his agents is exposed, they fail him. Exposure is something he want to stay away from. That's why he hides. And he have hidden himself. We're going to look at some things. He have hidden himself so well that people actually th don't think he exists. Number three, when he first appeared to man, he came as a bearer of light. Let's go to that scripture there. Go, go to the next note, bear a sheet. Go to the next note, bear a sheet. It's right at the bottom on the next note. Go and read that. Bear a sheet three and one. Read. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals that Yahweh had made. He said to the woman, did Elohim really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden? Y'all see that? No, 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 no. That first one, that goes with it, but I, I, read Corinthians, that's it. All right. Yeah. Catch no all wonder. Words. Don't skip now. Go ahead. No wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as a messenger of light. No wonder. Because the chief rebellious spirit masquerades. Just how uh, the world just celebrated, along with deceived religious people, just celebrated Halloween. What, what, what is one thing they do? They put on masks and masquerade as something else. Now, Halloween in many churches they have changed it to light. Many Christians have uh, uh, representations of witches and warlocks and demons out in their yard and in their house right now. See, the, the Christians do that. I, I don't fight them. I said, I mean, that's, that's what Christians do. I, I'm not a Christian. I'm, I'm not in their religion, you see. And I'm not saying anything negative. I just need to set the record straight. All that religious stuff, we ain't with that stuff. Yeshua never came here to start Christianity. Never did. But notice he masquerade as a, what, messenger or bearer of light. Now go back to the note. Look here. What, do, what does uh, point number three say? When he first appeared to man, he came as a, what, bearer of light. Sheol was re repeating What's in the Tanakh? Sheol did not have the book of Corinthians uh, uh, to read. He didn't have uh, uh, Yochanan to read. He didn't have Ephraim to read. He was teaching from the Tanakh. Not the ritual ceremonial law. He was teaching kingdom precepts from the Tanakh. And he repeated what Moshe had wrote thousands of years ago. 
that when he appeared to Masa Izanigad, he appeared as a messenger of light. What is light? Knowledge of the kingdom. Now, check this out. Lucifer. That's what Lucifer means. Light bearing. And this lexicon said object in the sky. I'm just telling you what this lexicon say. Shining one. Morning star, day star. Some of these uh, uh, clubs and different societies, they go by what? Eastern star, morning star, this, that, and the other. Where do you think this mess is coming from? Why do you think people believe that? Because the presence of Lucifer. If he is present, deception is prevalent. If he is absent, there is no ground to be deceived. He is so present and so prevalent because of how powerful he is in the art of deception. Mm, mm, mm. His main execution of his agenda is to be present and not notice. Joke ain't playing, he ain't no joke me. Okay, now, Let's look at uh, these three masks. I'm just giving you three. Just condense this, giving you three. All right, number one. I'm waiting on you, Ministry Tech. Number one. All right, number one, there we go. Now, uh, I see some stuff in the chat box. Y'all shouldn't be chatting right now. I want you to listen, unless you're asking a question. I don't see it. I just see this red dot notifying me. Number one, here's a mask. Ignorance. Y'all see that picture in the back, don't you? You see it in the background? I didn't get the one with those old snagger tooth and horns and looking all ugly. I didn't, I didn't, I picked that one. I wanted this one because this one looked like it's some manifestation of a, a divine carrier of light. Ignorance is one of his masks. Ignorance. He thrives in ignorance. Number one, he is the prince, watch this, of darkness. The Hebrew letter word resh, that's what it means, prince or ruler. It's the picture of a person's or a man's head. In the ancient African Medu Neder, the pictograph language is a picture of a man's head, and it means prince or ruler. He is the ruler of darkness. What is darkness? Darkness is ignorance of light. Lack of knowledge of night, that's ignorance too. The lack of knowledge of light is ignorance. You see it? Now we know that light is knowledge of the government of the kingdom. It's knowledge that emanates from Elohim, Aheya, Asher, Aheya, Yah, Yahshua, El Shaddai, El. You see, it's knowledge of Him. You see, that's what light is. Now, if light is knowledge of the kingdom, then darkness is being ignorant of that light. Um, did we? Uh, he is the prince and power, Ephraim, of the air. Let's let's look at that. Let's look at that. That's F-E-M. 
Mr. Tech, let's pull it up. Prince and Power of the Year. Uh, that'll be FEM. See here. <clears throat> he is the Prince and Power of the Air. Two and two. Okay. Two and two. Let's get it. That's my girl. I knew it. Come on, Minister Tech. She done gave you an answer. And let's get it from the King James Version. What version y'all get? No, the new King James. I, I, I don't want that King James. Mm. <laughs> no. Because I don't. You you get what you get. I heard somebody. We also have a question in the chat box when you get a chance to. All right. Okay, now. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world. The course of this world, which is ignorance. According to who established the course of this world, the prince and power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves. He's he talking to believers here. He's talking to citizens of the kingdom of heaven, among who we used to live like this, according to the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as others. By nature, what he is saying, we were born with a do wrong nature, we were born with our spirits cut off from light. That's why you have to be born again. All right. Now the prince of the power of the air. The power air is a, a synonym <clears throat> for spirit realm. The spirit realm that's in darkness. See, the scripture said Yeshua came and light came to darkness, but darkness rejected the light for men chose rather to, rather to sit in darkness than to receive light. It's, it's happening everywhere all over right now because of the spirit of ignorance, go back to the nose, the spirit of ignorance of when a person is operating still by the course of this world and by that unregenerated nature you understand? Then they are being ruled by the ruler of darkness. Satan rule in darkness. If ignorance is there, Satan is there. Remember, he don't want to be exposed. Did you hear me? He don't want to be exposed. He is the ruler of any person or being who do not possess 
light. I didn't say anything about a church creed or doctrine. I said light. Okay. All right. So the lack of knowledge of light is ignorant. Pull up Hosea 1 and 6. Um, read that question for me. Uh, as we before we go to Hosea 1 and 6. Okay. Uh, the question is, where does the saying Yeshua is the bright and morning star come from? Well, he's so the bright, I, bright I found the answer already. What now? Hold on. I said I found the answer already. I guess my question would be, how do we know when someone is talking about Yeshua versus the demonic bright and morning star? Because it seems like both are used about Yeshua and Lucifer or Satan. Well, let's go to the scripture. And hold on, Cletus. Let's go to the scripture. Okay, now, you'll find that in Hazan 22 and 16. I, Yeshua, have sent my Malak, called angel, to give you this testimony for the congregations. I am the root and the offspring of the weird and the bright morning star. Now, over in Kepha, uh 1 and 19, we also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. That he's talking about the light which is the knowledge of the kingdom. This time, this is what Kepha was explaining, uh, what Yochanan wrote also, you know, the testimony of Yeshua. A light shining darkness, watch this. He says in uh, Corinthians uh, four, he said, least you be deceived and your minds be blinded by Satan. And he went on to say, for those who are perishing, are perishing because their minds have been blinded from the light of the gospel of the kingdom. It's knowledge. So over in Revelation, when he said bright and morning star, what, what this morning star dictates here is knowledge of the kingdom. This star, knowledge of the kingdom. A star, another word for star is malak. And you have the root word for king in there also. Yeshua is the king of light. So the, 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 the terminology here is very prevalent relative to exposure of light, knowledge of the kingdom. Now, Lucifer is the only place, it, his name means light bearer or shine. You know, they translate it. Those lexicon tell you what the name is translated to because uh, over in uh, Yah uh, Yasha Yahuwah 12 and Ezekiel four, uh, 28, you have a description that he walked amongst the stars, you know, 
And you and go study that too, because you're gonna find it. Yasha Yahuwah, chapter 12. We're not going there now. Y'all go study on your own. And you talk about how we how he was created and what he possessed and all this. He was a musical instrument, a psalmist, one of them. He was a covering cherub. You know, he was a light bearer. So those passages is making reference to who Lucifer was. When it make reference to what Yeshua, who Yeshua is, he brought light to the earth. You understand? He brought light to the earth. And that's the only time we see it, the books we have. I'm not saying there are other books. I'm pretty sure I can go to Apocrypha and find other reference on this. But the ones that's in the 66 books, that's everywhere you'll find in Hazan. I don't find nowhere. Hazan 22 and 16, uh, when he make reference to Yeshua. Now the Mormons, and you have to watch these translations. That's what I'd be saying. The terminology is being used. Teaches that Yeshua and Satan were brothers. They reduce Yeshua to a cherub. So it's some bad demonic doctrine out there. Okay. All right, now let's go back to our notes. All right, he's the prince of darkness. Darkness is ignorance of light and the lack of knowledge of light is ignorance also. Now, number four, I'm on my notes now. Number four, Yeshua authenticated Satan existence. Because people say, people actually believe that he don't exist. That's coming, that's coming up. We're going to get in that in a moment. So to get rid of all of that, Yeshua authenticated Satan's existence, the adversary existence. See, his name was Lucifer, and we just saw that. Go back up to the meaning of his name. Let me, let me give you some couple of other meanings from the Hebrew letter word. Let's go back up there, Lucifer, the name Lucifer, uh, Haleel. Haleel. It's interesting. This one's spelled with a high. And you look at a Barashi, was it document 416 or 424, where that bad translation says that <clears throat> during the days of Enoch, men began to call on the name of Yahweh. It don't mean that at all. It means they began to defile his character, his reputation, who he is, through conjuring up, taking music and conjuring up and worshiping demons. That's that's what that means. And, and that word used is halio. This is halio. The only difference between that word and this one is one, that one in uh, Barashid. Dr. May, was that 416 or 420? Uh, it was 426. 426 is spelled with a hat, and this one is spelled with a high. All right. Now, you got a hat you, I mean, excuse me, high you, Lamed, and they double. Lucifer. High, a revelation. And if you read, Yashehu, Yash, 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 let me say it like I've been saying that, Yashehu, uh, 12, Ezekiel 14, you will see his makeup in terms of his being was a revelation of the kingdom of heaven. Yud, he had abilities given him by the father. Lamed, he had authority as a covering cherub given to him by the father. You got two Lameds right there. He was a covering cherub and one of the worship uh, leaders in heaven. And all the heaven worship leaders were a song. They were 
a musical instrument. They didn't have to have nothing in their hand. They were made like that. They were fashion. So anytime you see two Hebrew Olivet letter words together, it intensified the meaning of that, showing how powerful Lucifer was. And read Yahshua Yahuwah called Isaiah 12 and Ezekiel 28, and you see his description. Okay? All right. So I want to go back there. Now, that's good stuff. I'm, I'm glad somebody finally asked, asked a question. All right, now, <laughs> Yeshua authenticated. Let's look at Matthew Yahoo 4, where he authenticated uh, Satan. Matthew Yahoo 4. I think we're going to begin at verse uh, 1. Because people say you're not real. And that's ignorance. And he want people to think that he is not real. He Listen, I'm getting ahead. Okay, Holy Spirit, let me hold it down. Then Yeshua uh, led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of uh, the devil, uh, Satan. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hungry. And when the tempter came, he said, if... What version? I don't like that Dow. Get another version. If you be, <laughs> I'm just sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. If you, if you are the son of Elohim, where are we at? Let's still say a Dow. Get the NIV in this instance. We're going to read from the NIV. And we're just trying to get away from this archaic language. It don't have nothing to do with holiness or the authentic. It's the authentic translation of Greek text, not the Hebrew. If you are the son of Elohim, tell these stones to become uh, bread. Now, what point are we dealing with? Him authenticating him. Now, watch this. Yeshua answered, you're not real. You don't exist. you just a voice appearing. you you just a, a, you're a, you're a, a reality of a pre-existing thought. He didn't say any of that, did he? And you got whole religious religions built on those words I just said. Yeshua answered. He said, it's written, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of Elohim. Now, if he wasn't authentic, Yeshua would not have talked to him. Then Satan took him into the holy city, I'm talking about Jerusalem, and had him stand at the highest point of the temple. He said, if you are Ben Elohim, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written. Now, hit Lucifer, I mean, Satan quoting scripture. He quotes scripture. That's he study us. How about us studying him now? He will command his uh, servants concerning you, his malachans concerning you, that they will lift you up in their hands, and so you will not strike your foot against a stone. Now, let me see where that's found. That is in, no, that's not what I'm, okay. That's Tehillah 91 and 11. So, because remember, the book of Matthew had not been written, just like Yeshua, you know, spoke from what the Tanakh, what was already written in Tanakh. Satan knew the Tanakh too. See, the question is, do he know more word than we know? And all of his is head knowledge. It can never be hard knowledge. 
So he's taking head knowledge and defeating people with the capacity to have heart knowledge or what you call illumination. It's a mess. It's a mess. Now watch this. Yeshua answered him. He answered him. He is real. He answered him. What he is doing is validating that this fallen cherub is real and active in the earth. It is also written, do not put Yahweh Elohim to the test. Don't put the same one who made your little raggedy tail to the test. Who do you think you are? Again, Satan took him to a very high mountain. This word mountain, get a mountain off your hand. He took him to the highest level of earthly government. Government. And at that time in Europe, it was wrong. And I don't know what empire was dominating in Africa then. Because, you know, all the history of Africa was left out in the Bible, not in scriptures, but in the Bible is left out. And then most of the church creeds and doctrines left out. All right. Oh, the kings of the world and their splendor. And this I will give you. So he, he just showed them all these dominant empires, these governments that he established all over the, the earth, all over the world. And their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. You see? Ignorance, we're we dealing with this ignorance. See, don't ever think that Satan doesn't want worship. That's what he is after, worship. Now, if he'll confront Yeshua, the very word that created him, and ask him to worship him, what do you think about us? And certainly, what do you think about the us's that are ignorant of the knowledge of the kingdom? Now, music is what he uses, an instrument he used to influence people to worship him, to turn all direction to him. That's why you go to, I don't go to him, never been there. You go to concerts, I'll be watching on TV, everybody got their hands lifted up and doing all this and everybody looking toward that person that Satan is using to draw worship unto himself. The larger the crowd, the more activity of demons you have. Satan have generals. He have strategies. He have things set up. And certain uh, generals that he have, their main agenda is to draw larger crowds to worship Satan. I can name off a couple of them. One, uh, Beyonce wore a Baphomet dress and wear the doggone ring. And go to Super Bowl and pack it out. With that Travis guy. Look, over in Korea, Seoul, during Halloween, that demon over there, 144 people, 140 people got crushed. And they could say, Master, they are even killing themselves just to worship you. Doing Halloween. See, that's where he is. That's where he is where people can attribute it to something else. All right, let's, let's read on, let's read on. Where were we? Again, yeah, then it's the worst me. Then Satan, uh, now verse 10, Yeshua said to him, now he, he finally hit that spot. <laughs> you know. 
I'm gonna tell you something about uh, Elder Brother. He got a spot for all y'all folk think, well, the Lord is so loving and, and he would never do me like that or speak to you like that. He's just so loving and, you know, he's just wonderful. And he is wonderful and loving. He got a spot you can touch. Let's check it out. Yeshua said to him, away from me, Satan. Man, get yourself. Boy, you better get out of my face. You know the look. <laughs> you get one. Two, bam, three don't even make it. <laughs> Away from me, Satan, for it is written. Worship, you see that? He wanted worship all the time. Worship Yahweh Elohim and serve him only. Then Satan left him and Malachim came and attended to Yeshua. Remember, he was 100% man, 100% Elohim in the earth. He could not operate as Yahweh in the earth. He had to operate as a man in the earth. Okay. This is one of them where he authenticated Satan being real. And he also validated the power of ignorance if it's given permission to be unleashed. You can take that down. All right. That's one of Satan's masses, ignorance. Let's go to the next one. See, if Yeshua was ignorant of that word, he would have got it. What if he had, had put, uh, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word when he asked him to bow down and worship him? Satan would not, he say, that would have gave Satan permission to operate because that's out of order and out of line. That covenant has nothing to do with what was going on right then. You don't go with uh, first uh, Aleph uh, Kepha 2 and 24 for finance. You don't quote finance, financial promises over physical challenges. Well, you know, he said he'll supply all I need, child. I know the Lord gonna take care of me. He is not responding to that because that is ignorance. That is not in order. He said, Sheol, because you have supported me in my ministry, I'm gonna pray that Elohim will supply your need, retroposity. Now, all that quoting, he'll supply my need, and he didn't supply not one need. He couldn't. It was out of order. That's a religious spirit. And see, when you teach religious people, they always got something else to say. They always want to validate their ignorance. Why is that there? Because there's a ignorance. There is darkness. Satan is present in their mindset, in a belief system. Yeah, born again and still ignorant. Let's go. That's good noting. All right, now, here's another mask. Unbelief. I call it the IUD. Unbelief. Point number one. Some think, some think Satan doesn't exist. Some people really think that. We're going to come back to that. Satan hide behind science. Satan hide behind natural phenomena. Satan lie. Here's Satan's lie. Our culture is deprived of proper parenting. It's true, but it's a lie in terms of the reason why things are like they are. The reason things are like they are is because of unbelief in the order 
that Elohim have already established for the family to function. But shut your mouth. Slap myself. It's so good. Let's look at this. Some people think that Satan doesn't exist. Now, if he and he has convinced, see, again, he don't remember, he don't want to be exposed. He don't want nobody saying the devil is real. He don't want nobody saying Satan really exists. He don't want nobody saying demons are real. He don't want none of that. And where you have that prevalent, he is present. But child, you can't blame everything on the devil. You need to just have some common sense. He loved that. He loved that. Well, he's just that's just a metaphor, uh, imagination of your mind. You know, evil is just a metaphor. It's a imagination that mankind has developed to somehow uh, put himself in check and somehow have a reason why he do the thing that he is doing and then show you big bishop rings <laughs> uh if you hear somebody say this don't get mad just know darkness they have been their minds have been ruled by the prince of darkness all right satan hide behind signs see Rather than say this is a spirit of infirmity, there is a medical explanation for this condition. And it can be treated medical. Uh, somebody answer this for me. Are doctors, have doctors come to the final uh, point or destiny of their studies? Or are they still practicing? Which one is it? They're practicing. They're always practicing. What? You mean to tell me you put all your faith and belief in the doctor and they practicing? Come on out of here, please. No, man. No, man. Be for real. No. There's a medical aspect. The doctor can fix anything. You go to the doctor and you tell him you use something natural. Don't use that no more. Let me pump these drugs in. Yes, sir. And they practicing. That's what Satan is hiding. He don't want nobody. He, no, don't ever think there's a spirit, a spiritual source, a cause for this disease or this infirmity. If it were not true, Yeshua never would have cast out diseases and unclean spirits. Now, I know this is true. I've experienced myself of casting out unclean, what I call zombie spirits and death spirits. It was a spirit. They took this woman to every hospital in Nicaragua, whatever you call it, and Belize and the surrounding areas. They brought her to our meeting when we was on real mission work back in the real woods in Belize. They brought her there as a last hope for her life. She looked like a bones, a sack of bones in a hammock. 
I thought they was playing. I thought they had brought some chicken bones or something. I said, like, what they playing? You know, the old military drill came out in me. I think folks, I don't play. <laughs> I'm way over than police now. <laughs> I don't play like that. And I look, I'm thinking, where the person at? And this man got on his knees and, you know, he was playing a good talk, good worship too. And he was saying something to me and the interpreter been ahead, Bernie, Bernie Handez, I think that was his name. And he was looking at me and I was looking at him. Like, what's going on? Why is this? I mean, Ted has got to get up. You don't worship, man. He said, uh, pastor, pastor. I wouldn't even pass him then. Pastor, he wants you to pray. I said, well, you don't ask somebody to pray on your knees. Ain't no, I mean, well, ain't no, ain't no, listen, tell him to get up. I ain't doing nothing until he get up. And the guy was crying and he got on up to his feet and he pointed his hand to this black sack in his hammock. And he, my interpreter looked at me again. I looked at him. He said, this, that's a woman. That's his wife. I said, oh, okay. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> See, I'm honest. I said, I get it now. I said, well, what's going on? He said, he took her to every hospital. They pronounced she died. She just as dead, dead as dead can be. There's no hope for her. Medicine can fix her because the cause of her infirmities was not medicine. It was a demon. And I just, I started speaking in tongues, the heavenly language and, oh, and got some more. No, none of that, none of that, none of that. I spoke the word. By this time tomorrow, she'd be up and praising, praising the Lord. That's all I had to say. Turn around, went back up and started teaching. It was a spirit. I took authority over the spirit with the words that we spoke, the authority, the word, and Yeshua are one. Went back there, started teaching. Next day, went to another place. And when I got in there, this lady was in there with all black on, you know, black and head covered. I'm on my guards, on my P's and Q's. These demons ain't playing over here. These, these not like American demons. They so hid. They, they can be in bubble gum and folk wouldn't know it. And th these jokes over there, they manifest. They come at you. And this lady was in there, and I'm like, um, why is she coming by me? You know, my first thought, why you want to come up on the brother like that? You know, I ain't playing, you know. And uh, Bernard Headass, I think that's his name. He looked at me again. He's a pastor. And she was speaking in some kind of language. You know, I don't understand what she was saying. And then she came and touched me. And I'm like, um, excuse me. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> You go in these other countries, you have to watch all this stuff. <laughs> Especially when you go on the mission field where the real demons are, not the American ones. They hear, they covered up. They, they just playing out in the open and folk sleep with them, teach with them, sing with them, everything. And he said, he kept looking at me. I said, man, why are you looking at me like that? He said, this is the woman that you prayed for last night. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I stopped sweating in my socks then. I said, Holy Spirit, ain't nobody you but you. And she just prayed and wanted to pray. So she want to pray for me. I said, yeah, pray. She don't been, this is what they come back from death. Pray for me. And she prayed and prophesied and come to find out she was a prophet. And she got off and death came in her life. And he would see, he didn't want her, he didn't want to just mess her up in her head. He wanted to totally destroy her. 
but he, he did it slow, caused all the internal organs to begin to fail in her body. So when that demon let her go, she got up. He, I don't know when it happened. I went back up and started back teaching. I ain't got to look for no show, no credit. So I said that to say this, um, we've experienced these things. You see, we've experienced it. Satan is real. He is very real. And everything he had behind science and medicine and, 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 and doctors and those in the medical industry, they have been brainwashed to think that only their drugs can heal people and make them well. And one doctor told the truth. Matter of fact, it was my, my children's doctor. He said, uh, <clears throat> I, neither one of us told him we were pastors. We had been coming. All the kids went to it. I ain't told him Jack. And he figured it out. I don't know what happened. He found out some kind of way. And he said, well, you know, you preach faith. I looked at him. I said, somebody snitched on me then. And he said, you know what? Medicine don't heal nobody. It's their faith in the medicine that make it work for them. I said, I think you need to come come to my ministry and teach. You done said something. I, I've been teaching folk 10 years that they don't still don't believe. They still don't believe the power of their beliefs. He said, medicine don't heal nobody. He said, it, it helped the body do what it's supposed to do. And it still won't work if they don't believe it'll do it. So when you get through, your medication is not keeping you breathing. It's your belief in the medic. Stop believing the medication. See how long you be here then. We did a message, uh, the law of epigenetics, and we're going to hit that again and show you how powerful your belief system is. He hide behind signs. You know, there are people who I don't believe have Holy Spirit in them. They rather listen to someone who can take signs <clears throat> and tell what's happening in archaeology uh, uh, findings, archaeology findings, to prove out different things. Their minds are totally tuned into the natural. That's, 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 that's unbelief because Satan have blinded their minds to think you got to see something natural to believe. And the natural that they are seeing is a deception. We walk by faith and not by what? We walk by faith and not by... Sight. Somebody get it. Not by sight. Walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you. That word sight is natural human reasoning. Check this out. He had behind natural phenomena. Oh, that was just a natural. If it's a phenomena, it's something supernatural that occurred. Now, if the natural realm is natural, where did it get the super from? That's where he had it, though. He can destroy a whole city with an earthquake and, and the sign. Well, you know, well, this plate over here, you know, by moving this direction, and that caused that to do that and so on. So, well, what made the plate move? I, I just want to know. It didn't move by itself. There's a place in Alabama. I was going to pick my boat up, me and my buddy, my, my best friend, my brother. And uh, he he told me, he said, now this, this part right in here, boat, he said, it's a girl that was a young girl that was hit by, I'm, I'm going to show you how, how Satan hot. She was hit by a truck and, and truck drive, when they come through here, they'll see her running across the street. I said, I can tell you what that was. They seeing what they seeing, but I'm going to tell you what it is and who it is. And then he said, and right over here, he pointed, 
he says a hill that if you go up the hill and go over here and go down the other side, and if you stop your car and get out the brakes, the car start coming back up the hill. I said, what? He said, yeah, trucks too. I said, yeah. He said, because some of my buddies, they took their tractor trailers over there and tried it. And, that, and they, <laughs> he said, they got their blanks out of there because they got scared. <laughs> I said, okay, that means there's some type of magnetic force. And that force is being controlled by spirit. Something is going on right there. See, when you get a scientific explanation, it actually should reveal the spirit is causing that to happen. And there's a book called, what is that book called? Man, I got so many books. I can't think of the name of it. But these guys are electrical engineers, science, nuclear engineers, and they take the laws of physics and stuff like that and prove that Elohim exists. They take it and prove that Satan exists. Not prove that he don't exist, but they have proven that he exists, you see. So I explained to him exactly what's been going on. He said, man, you're right, man, because I'm going to tell you, I saw it myself. I'm just going to tell you, I saw it with my own eyes, Boat. He said, I was going up this road right here, and, I, and this one, I saw a woman. She had white, long, grayish-looking hair, and he said she was running, but her feet went on the ground. Just ran across the front of my truck. He said, man, he scared the so-and-so, so-and-so out of me. Oh, excuse me, man. Scared the so-and-so so out of me. Because <laughs> he respected me. I said, I'm going to tell you what you saw. And I told him what he saw. Those were spirits. Deceptive spirits using these images to promote fear in those areas. Use a, a, a event that actually happened and then took it, the image of that girl, image of that woman, and manifest it to produce because they only can operate in ignorance, fear, and unbelief. All right. Now, here's the one Satan's lie. We're gonna stop here. I actually thought, do you do you do you actually I actually had the nerve to think that these would be three simple points and we would have been through with this 20 minutes ago. I, I did, I thought that. Okay, Satan's lie. Our culture is deprived of proper parenting. You know the difference between uh, a lie and slander? What's the difference between a lie? Because uh, the word Satan also mean, means slanderer. He is a slanderer of, of the holy people of Elohim. What's the difference between a lie and slander? Somebody tell me. Well, a lie is uh, just an untruth about someone, but to slander them means you're going to tear down um, their reputation, their character. Um, you're calling them, you're speaking the opposite of who they truly are uh, to deceive people to turn against them and to believe the lie. Okay, a lie, <clears throat> right, a lie is a lie. Now, to add to that, a lie it's anything that's told or spoken to manipulate the truth. Slander is taking what's true and using it to ruin or destroy someone's reputation. You catching it? Now, Satan is a slanderer. He'll say something that happened because he can't, as far as truth as original, it can't come from his mouth. He can state something like he stated 
He spoke what the scripture said. That was the word of truth, but can't truth can't emanate from him. The only reason, uh, what I mean, the only time he'll speak was written is for the purpose of slander. It was true. You sure did see B, I'm you BJ, BJ, <laughs> BJ and this girl named Brittany sitting in a restaurant at two o'clock in the morning, talking and eating together. And BJ have a wife, but he was in, I saw him in that restaurant with this girl named Brittany. That's true. He was there sitting, eating with this lady named Brittany at two o'clock in the morning, and he got a wife and she wasn't there. That's true. So a true event took place to ruin or mess up BJ reputation, slander his name. The truth is that was his sister, Brittany, that he was sitting, having breakfast with, something that urgent had came up happened in the family and they was meeting about it. They had to get this thing, this decision made and this matter resolved. And his wife had went somewhere to pick up somebody else to bring to it because they had to get this. That's the truth. But something true was taken to slander his name. You see, and before he can get down the street, going back to work, it was all over the city. Oh yeah, he he think he's so holy. Yeah, yeah, he was in a restaurant. Yeah, so yeah, I got a text too. I got a picture. Of oh, I got a picture. I'm gonna put it on Facebook Live. He was sitting there talking to that girl named Brittany. You see, things like this happen. They did me like that bad in Memphis. I ain't said nothing. I don't think about them Negroes. I can care less. Because the truth came out. Yes, that was true. But the truth is this right here. Yeah. So 10 years, you've been believing a lie, walking in darkness because of a spirit of slander. See, it's a demonic entity that take true things about people and state it for the sole purpose of ruining them. Man, that was 20 years ago that happened. Why are you still talking about it today? Because that person is a slanderer. They have been influenced by a slanderous spirit called Satan, or we say demons. It's a disembodied spirit, a, a dispossessed spirit who got kicked out of his position because they rebelled against the truth. It happens in congregations all the time. And people get to talking, get to talk. And you don't know nothing. And because you're so doggone nosy, you want to know everything, you begin to participate with these spirits of slander. Now, uh, four, we won't get four. I'm going to stop. Because I really want to deal with this lie here. Oh, you know, his, his social construct, uh, the building blocks of when he was being raised were destroyed. He didn't have a father around. And his mother was selling drugs. His grandmother was only 32. So this is why he went shot up all those people. He's just really having a hard time with his life. No, he got a demon of murder. It's a demon. Folk don't go shoot people just to be shooting them. 
That's a spirit of murder. Y'all remember, Holy Spirit said before a lot of stuff start escalating that there was a spirit of murder released on deceived young men to go out and kill people. Y'all remember that? Yes. Yeah, I know some of y'all memory not real good. But anyway, yeah, the Holy Spirit told us that and it began to happen more and more and more. It's a spirit. And so what people, first thing the media want to say, well, he had a hard uh, child. I mean, who didn't have a hard childhood? And I said that 70% of the people here didn't have no, no father in the home. I mean, what what's new, Cletus? And all of them didn't come up to be terrible people. Some of them have excellent family. Hey, my dad had an accident, went into a coma when I was 17. I, you don't hear nothing about me going rob people and killing folk and selling drugs and doing all this old silly stuff. It's based on su submitting ourselves to this prince of darkness. And I wasn't doing it because I believe mom would have got a switch and just whooped my butt straight. I was too scared of Miss Bessie, Mama Bessie, to do certain things. And then some of those women go snitch on them. Mama said, yeah, so-and-so so -and -so told me you came around the curb and, and, and the car came up on two wheels. And she said, I know she was lying because them cars, they're hard to come up on two wheels. <laughs> I'll roll and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. hit that curb on Jackson. Ain't no car come up and they just extended. And mama said, they always lying on my kids. She said that. And she could say that because when you lied, you got beat. You ain't getting away with nothing. So we're going to end it right there. And we certainly appreciate those who have joined us by way of YouTube Live and our studies and those that are uh, listening to this broadcast on the television broadcast and other social media platforms. Listen, we're going to continue on teaching this. You need to know the real enemy. Satan exists. Fallen spirits exist. People's minds have been blinded. Religion is the top of the class. I didn't even put this spirit on it. It's at the top. He hide himself in religion. Satan is a religious spirit. If you had enough of religion and you want to exchange your church membership for kingdom citizenship, the time is now. You have to eventually make that decision. And I want you to make that decision. Listen to the Holy Spirit.